0: Welcome to the Pre-Snap Podcast presented by Linestar. All things fantasy football with a sprinkle of sports betting. Alongside Tyler Weeman. I'm Shannon Somerville. Getting you set for week 15's main slate in the NFL will have your daily fantasy projections plus touchdown calls, profits, and our game picks. Our upset picks of the week. Now, this week, not a lot to choose from in terms of those underdog picks, but yeah. we've got a couple sneaky ones for you it that you got to stay tuned still for. still the
1: NFL, though. So it is still the NFL. Anything can happen.
0: Anything can happen, especially over the next few weeks when a lot of teams are going to be fighting for a spot in the playoffs buckle up it's about to get wild it's also going to get wild in daily fantasy and in season-long fantasy as well as people get set for their playoffs in the season long congrats if you're still playing meaningful fantasy football unlike me who got knocked out oh well better luck next year guys tyler's still uh still going strong in the line star league sure am so gotta hold it down for the podcast Mm -hmm. tyler pressure's on so let's get to our daily fantasy projections for week 15 in the nfl We'll start off with our quarterbacks. The first quarterback we are looking at is Justin Herbert. 268 passing yards per game in the NFL. That ranks second. And he had 367 passing yards against the Miami Dolphins, which goes to show you when his weapons are back, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, as wide receivers, both healthy and in the lineup. Wow, the ceiling is very high on that offense there with the... with the chargers and a favorable matchup for them this week as they go up against the tennessee titans who have a great rushing defense however their passing defense is less than to be desired 28th in pass defense dvoa tyler how do you view justin herbert for daily fantasy
1: yeah i mean the tennessee defense is literally the definition of a pass funnel defense 31st they're ranked Mm -hmm. 31st allowing 304 yards a game They're allowing 1.7 passing touchdowns a game. They rank 32nd, allowing 42 pass attempts over the last nine. Meanwhile, over the last games, with his weapons back, Herbert averaging almost 44 pass attempts and 314 yards. I really like how this game sets up for Herbert, especially because Tennessee can kind of sneakily score points Mm -hmm. and really get some big plays to stay into the game. And if that happens, you know, the sky's the limit. And the
0: Titans are never out of it with Derrick Henry.
1: It's it's true. I mean, he busts a 50-yard run whenever he wants, it seems like.
0: (laughs) Justin Herbert's been absolutely phenomenal, though. There was some criticism earlier in the season from some media pundits saying he was a quote-unquote social media quarterback because he has these great plays once in a while. But in that game against the Miami Dolphins, man, he really showed why he is one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now.
1: I mean, he was good without weapons Mm -hmm. you know i mean he wasn't putting up the big fantasy games but he was keeping his team in it right and still doing decently and now he's got everybody back it's time to shine
0: he passed andrew luck for the most passing yards for a player in their first three seasons nice historical uh season i guess for for mr justin herbert Mm -hmm. Let's move on to our next quarterback, and we're talking about Jalen Hurts, the MVP favorite. Move over Patrick Mahomes. There is a new leader. It's wild, too. Atop the sportsbooks, betting odds there. It's
1: wild. M- Mahomes had a good week in three. Hurts. He
0: did have three interceptions, <laughs> he, and they did. they barely did. got by against the Denver he did Broncos, have three which is why right. he probably took a hit in yeah, that category. absolutely. There is still obviously an argument to be made for Patrick Mahomes and yes. his incredible season. However, Jalen Hurts has been putting up some pretty awesome numbers mm-hmm. as well. He put up uh, the hurt. Hurts on the Giants mm-hmm. in Week 14. Two touchdowns, which was his 11th game with multiple touchdowns. The, that's highest for the most in the NFL. And he's the first quarterback in NFL history to have double-digit rushing touchdowns in back-to-back seasons leads the nfl too in passer rating and this year what we're seeing with jalen hurts is he's really improved his passing game and now yeah. that teams have to defend against the pass two it creates these wide open lanes for mm-hmm. jalen hurts to just take it himself what do you think about
1: his odds this week i really like hurts this week i i think it is interesting one of the issues with Hertz in fantasy this year has been he has such big first halves mm-hmm. eagles get to a huge league and then they kind of coast mm-hmm. you know like they're one of the most aggressive teams in the first half and then one of the most conservatives in the second because of these large leads yeah. now the bears offense has been good lately with okay. Hertz at quarterback since since week seven mm-hmm. they're averaging like 28 points a game mm-hmm. if the bears can keep into this game there's a chance that Ertz doesn't take his foot off the gas. And so if that happens, we could see a ceiling game here.
0: Okay. This is an interesting matchup here with these it two is. quarterbacks and exciting to see them go up against each other. A lot of people saying before the season started that Justin Fields very looks a lot like mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts in his second season.
1: It, it's true, too. And one of the things that we need to talk about, too, is the fact that to really have a blow-up game for the nfl or for fantasy you need to have big plays both of these quarterbacks can make them and so with Mm -hmm. that i think even though the total game the game total isn't super high this game could be one of those ones
0: all right so some good quarterback options there let's move on to running back and you'll notice a theme here as we Mm -hmm. are really high on the chargers in this one including austin eckler the running back for the chargers is averaging 97 yards from scrimmage 13 touchdowns on the year and he leads the team in targets the ultimate ultimate swiss army knife of the nfl can absolutely get it done from anywhere on the field on pace to break the all-time position record for receptions by a running back which is wild going up against the tennessee titans they're stout against the run. However, he can get you with the pass. What do yep. you make of this matchup?
1: And that's exactly mm-hmm. why we're going this way, is it's not because of the run. I think the Chargers are going to struggle, struggle uh, on the ground versus Tennessee. However, through the air... He can get it done. He's averaging 8.7 targets, seven receptions a game. So it's a really nice floor there. But then Tennessee has been weak to running back uh, receptions. They're allowing 6.3 receptions a game, which is second most outside of KC, who's averaging 6.8. So I think the Chargers can absolutely go after Eckler in the passing game. And, you know, we could easily see it. 10 target 67 Mm -hmm. yard 60 to 70 yards receiving and a touchdown or something like that
0: in fact tennessee's allowed 80 receptions to the running backs that Mm -hmm. is second most in the nfl this season so a great way to exploit Mm -hmm. that stat right there is to take austin eckler another running back to exploit this week is alvin Kamara, who's averaging 56.6 total yards Over the last five weeks, he's been a bit of a disappointment in fantasy football. However, he is in a good spot this week going up against the Atlanta Falcons, a team that in the past, he's absolutely torched. In fact, last season, he had over 100 total yards in each one of those games. And going up against the Atlanta Falcons defense that ranks 28th in rush defense DVOA, what do you make of this spot?
1: Yeah, I mean, the Falcons are giving up 25 DraftKings points a a game to the running back. There's no Mark Ingram, so possibly extra workload for Kamara. And simply put, it's just lately it's been play your running backs first in Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, even Najee Harris, who hasn't had a good year, had 86 yards Uh, Rushing against them last game. So I really like Kamara this game. I don't think the field is really going to be going there. Right. Uh, They're also coming off a bye, so they need a week to get healthy and get it back going to Kamara's way. That's how they win games, is going through him.
0: And some of the coaches even have talked in the media recently about how they are trying to get him Mm -hmm. more involved. In the offense which they have to to. and Falcons have allowed a running back at least 18 PPR points in six of the last seven games with Mm -hmm. Mark Ingram out the opportunity is there it's just a matter of if the Saints are gonna realize what a weapon they have and give it to Kamara in this one next up Chiefs running back Isaiah Pacheco averaging 90 total yards over the last five games 70 rushing 23 receiving yards against Denver He's having himself quite the season and is really emerging also as a pass-catching back Mm -hmm. as well. He runs tough. He runs angry and going up against the Houston Texans who ranked 27th in rush defense DVOA. What do you anticipate for Pacheco in this one?
1: Uh, One thing is I think KC really likes this guy. Mm -hmm. They have been giving him a lot of carries lately, and he's made the best of them. And Houston's ranked 32nd, allowing 141 yards to the running back rushing yards, that is. And they're allowing 1.2 touchdowns per game to the running back. So Casey's big big favorites. They do like to run when they have a big lead and to close out a game. So I could see them using Pacheco a lot in the second half. And 100 yards and a touchdown or two is absolutely possible this week.
0: Next up, let's get to our wide receivers and to the city of brotherly love and AJ Brown downtown. AJ Brown is averaging seventy-eight receiving yards per game. He can absolutely pop off, though, for over one hundred and fifty as four touchdowns over the past three weeks. Too, this guy's big, fast, physical, great route runner, and he's got that chemistry with Jalen Hurts. The two are best friends. In fact, he is uh, Jalen Hurts is uh, AJ Brown's daughter's godfather, which is kind of a nice. That's awfully nice. It is Isn't that
1: awfully cute? nice. It is
0: cute. Well, what's not cute for opposing defenses is trying to defend him. And the Chicago Bears ranked 31st in pass defense DVOA. What do you make of A.J. Brown's spot this week?
1: Yeah, and they're allowing 1.1 touchdowns to the receiver, which is 25th in the league. But WR1's just been burning. Uh, the Bears. Garrett Wilson, 26.4 points. Monroe St. Brown, 25.1. Tyreek, 30.3. CD Lamb, 18.8. Mm-hmm. See a little pattern there as num- good WR1s have crushed them, and I think we're going to see that again this week.
0: Another wide receiver who's primed to crush it. Yet another Chargers player, mm-hmm. Keenan Allen, who last week had 12 of 14 targets, 92 receiving yards against Miami. When he is back, when he is healthy, He is an absolute threat. He's physical, athletic. He's got a catch radius like a Madden glitch. You saw it in that game against Miami. I'm thinking of this one in particular. It was third down, and Justin Herbert absolutely threaded the needle like a surgeon right Mm -hmm. to Keenan Allen, who made a great grab on the sideline, and they just pointed at each other. And that's kind of what we're expecting in this matchup going up against the Tennessee Titans, who ranked 28th in pass defense DVOA. What do you think for Keenan Allen this week? Another breakout?
1: I. I I think he's in line for a really good game. He has 28 targets over the last two weeks. Herbert's been looking at him often to pass funnel D. I think he can get there again with those targets. And Tennessee's ranked 30th, allowing almost 190 yards to the receiver, 1.3 touchdowns. So I think Keenan's in a really good spot to do well.
0: Another sneaky play here for Daily Mm -hmm. Fantasy is Patriots wide receiver Jacoby Myers, who's averaging 59 receiving yards per game. He had been out with a concussion. The reason we like this one, I'm assuming, Tyler, is the fact that they're playing the Las Vegas Raiders, who Mm -hmm. ranked dead last in pass defense DVOA. Week in and week out, we've been picking players that are facing the Las Vegas Raiders' pass defense. What do you anticipate for Jacoby Myers this week?
1: I... One of the things is it is the worst past <laughs> so Exactly that. <laughs> that's why we're going here. The one thing I will have to say is that uh, earlier in the day, I saw a notification that he was practicing in a limited capacity. Right before we filmed, I got another one saying that he did not practice. Being that he was out last week with a concussion, got it the week before, mm-hmm. it is concerning, so make sure you keep watching that, because if he doesn't play, obviously you don't want to play him, but if he doesn't play, I think you could pivot to Nelson Aguilar or or uh, Bourne. But Myers mm-hmm. is super cheap. There's yeah. a clear path to 10-plus targets. Devontae Parker still has not practiced this, mm-hmm. practice this week. with He was out with a concussion last week, and... Ramondre Stevenson may not play. So there's a lot of pieces in this game that might not play. Patriots, they like Myers. He is the wide receiver one. And if these guys all aren't playing, he's probably going to get peppered with targets. Mm-hmm. Same goes if he's out, mm-hmm. then it's going to go to Aguilar or Bourne. Both are very capable. Aguilar had 10 uh, targets last week. So. Some
0: sneaky plays there for the Patriots that otherwise on offense kind of makes you want to vomit with how conservative they play.
1: <laughs> I, absolutely. and But without Stevenson, they may have to pass more also. And we know the Raiders are going to put up points. Mm-hmm. They, they can put up points in bunches. Um, so I think attacking this Patriots pass game – Might be kind of sneaky.
0: So some great plays there for wide receiver. So now let's move on to our tight ends. And Cowboys tight end Dalton Schultz, who had a season-high 87 yards against the Denver Broncos. Now they – or the Houston Texans, rather, and they narrowly escaped what is the worst team in the NFL. However, he was a bright spot for that Dallas offense – He's been top five in fantasy tight ends three of the past five games, surprisingly. And going up against a Jacksonville Jaguars defense, that's been terrible against the tight end position. In fact, they rank 32nd dead last against tight ends in pass defense DVOA. Mm-hmm. What do you anticipate for Dalton Schultz this week?
1: Yeah, I like Schultz a lot this week. And over the last four weeks, they've been allowing eight receptions and 94 yards and one touchdown a game to the tight end. So they ha- were already bad. Verse tight end, and lately they've been even worse. And Dalton Schultz is one of their go-to options in this offense. He's also one of the only uh tight ends on the board that can really go for 20, mm-hmm. 20 plus points outside of Travis Kelsey. So I think his price is a little bit too low for what he can do.
0: Another tight end that's been a slightly hit or miss, though, is Gerald mm-hmm. Everett of the Chargers. However, Seeing as how the theme of the show has been, we're high on a charger stack for today. Mm-hmm. He has been inconsistent. So he had 80 yards two weeks ago. Then last week against the Dolphins, much quieter. Mm-hmm. He had 28 yards in that one. And going up against Tennessee, 21st against the tight end and pass mm-hmm. defense, DVUA. How do you evaluate his value in fantasy?
1: Yeah, he has been a little hit or miss. And he was kind of a touchdown machine earlier mm-hmm. in the season. Yeah. And he hasn't scored for a little while, so I do think there's some touchdown regression coming there. He should get into the end zone a little bit more in the last few weeks, I think, than he has been. But Tennessee on the season is allowing 66 yards receiving, but over the last four weeks allowed six receptions, 81 yards, and .5 touchdowns. And once again, Everett in a good matchup is just probably priced a little too low for what he can do and what his upside is.
0: So bolt up, Chargers. Bolt up. Now let's get to our defense. The first defense we are looking at this week is the New York Jets going up against the Detroit Lions in the Meadowlands in this one. This is a Lions Lions team that's the second-best team in DVOA over the last four weeks. They've been hot. But going up against this Jets defense will be a tall task for them. They held Josh Allen to a season low in passing yards and – yards per attempt just the fourth time ever that an opponent held Allen to under 150 passing yards on 20 plus attempts this is a Jets defense that is a championship caliber defense what do you anticipate for them in their fantasy value
1: yeah I think the Jets are a little bit sneaky I don't think people are going to want to click the name when it's going against Detroit Mm -hmm. Uh, but cold weather Cold weather. Golf is much worse under pressure, and we know the Jets are going to get pressure, and we have a good pasty. So I think it just doesn't play well for uh, golf. So. Yeah,
0: golf in cold weather is a narrative that is mm-hmm. well known in the league, and in fact, not just in cold weather, but away from Detroit in general. And, and that has, also, yeah, he has twenty touch twenty two touchdowns on the year. Twenty of them have been at home, mm-hmm. just two on the road. So, a big game for Jared Goff to see whether he can put those those narratives to rest. And I just think against this New York Jets defense that ranks six in DVOA, it's just probably not the defense they're going to do it. Now yeah. he did; they the Detroit Lions did get the win against the Giants in Week Eleven. However, he had a. 167 passing yards in that game.
1: And, I mean, Goff does have some weapons back. It is a dangerous offense, but the Jets' D is good. They're going to bring pressure, and Goff struggles on the road also. So I I like the Jets for uh, this week.
0: Another defense worth a look is the Denver Broncos who are going up against the Arizona Cardinals this week. The Denver Broncos defense ranks fifth in DVOA and going up against the Arizona Cardinals who are on quite the downward spiral. The Broncos are coming off a pretty good game where they forced three interceptions of Patrick Mahomes and nearly pulled off the upset. Kyler Murray is out in this one, which is probably one of the biggest factors in terms of a fantasy perspective. What do you make of the Denver Broncos' spot? For fantasy points. Yeah,
1: I mean, you nailed it right there. It's turnover-prone Colt McCoy mm-hmm. versus a good defense. So, I don't really love my odds if I'm <laughs> the Cardinals there. Not, not that the Broncos are some amazing team, right. but we do know they can play defense.
0: Ugh, how terrible has the season been for the Arizona Cardinals and Cliff Kingsbury? Or the Denver specific- Broncos. The Denver Broncos, thing. too, for that matter. Although, they did look a lot better against the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, The, you know, Russell Wilson finally started throwing a little bit.
1: Mm
0: Going to put that. Who's going to win by the end of the season is. uh, is (sighs) Looks like it might be
1: bathrooms.
0: (laughs) So explain this scenario that's been kind of circulating throughout social media.
1: Uh, So there's a graph that's been going around (laughs) as far as. How many touchdowns Russell Wilson will throw versus <laughs> how many bathrooms they have in their new Denver house.
0: Which is how many, like uh, 11?
1: I think it's 12. 12. And I think after last week, he's like at 11 or something uh, like okay. that. So it's not looking good for bathrooms these days. <laughs> it was a really big week for uh, Russell Wilson. Okay. After two weeks that were really big for bathrooms,
0: I always wonder how aware the players are of these things, these ridiculous things that are circadian. I don't think Russell
1: Wilson (laughs) is aware of anything except for himself Uh,
0: doing high knees in the airplane. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right.
1: Uh, He's a meme.
0: (laughs) That's your daily fantasy projections for this week in week 15. For more analytics and statistics, make sure to check out linestarapp.com and use our lineup optimizer to help you go win some money in those contests this week. We just had somebody win a lot of money in the basketball, so make sure you sign up. Yeah,
1: got to be in it to win 30K. it. <laughs> All
0: right, now it is time for our touchdown calls of the game for week 15 in the NFL. Tyler, who are you going with for an anytime touchdown in Week 15?
1: I'm going with Kansas City Chief Isaiah Pacheco. KC has a huge game total or implied total. Houston ranks 30th, allowing 1.2 rushing touchdowns per game. Mm -hmm. I think Pacheco is getting one.
0: I am going with Jets wide receiver Garrett Wilson for an anytime touchdown. He has four touchdowns on the year. He has seven red zone targets the last eight weeks, averaging 92 receiving yards over the last six games. Smaller wide receiver, 6 feet, 183 pounds. He's got some contested... Catch ability, timing, his tracking, his hands, all awesome for Mike White, who'll be slinging it his way. He's elusive, versatile. He's great route runner. And going up against a Detroit defense that ranks 30th in opponent red zone scoring, gimme Garrett Wilson, GW for a TD.
1: I like it. I like Just it. this
0: week. I'm looking forward to seeing that offense go up against the Detroit Lions, who they haven't been great on defense, so.
1: Does it worry you a little bit that we're a little high on the Jets? today's show it
0: always worries me whenever people are <laughs> high on the Jets as, as a Jets fan okay now it's time for our prop bets Tyler where are you going in the prop market for week 15
1: I'm going to good old Keenan Allen over 67.5 receiving yards he's been over in three of four since coming back from injury he has 14 targets per game over the last two were two weeks mm-hmm. it's past funnel D give me all of Keenan I'm
0: going to the Detroit Lions Jets game and I'm going Detroit Lions quarterback Jared Goff under 252 and a half passing yards. Now Goff is averaging on the road 227 passing yards. Not only does he struggle on the road, he struggles in cold weather. In fact, in six games in temperatures between 21 degrees and 40 degrees, his completion percentage drops to just over 50%. Keep in mind his average completion percentage is around 65. Against the Giants in week 11, that was at at Life Stadium, he had just 165 passing yards, and that Giants defense is not nearly as good as this Jets defense. So, what happens in the cold weather, the air gets a lot thicker, it becomes a lot harder to throw the ball. And Jared Goff is already someone who's not great in terms of his arm strength, so I think he struggles in this game. And the Jets, 189 passing yards per game, that's fourth in the NFL in opponent passing yards per game. I really like Jared Goff's under in this situation mm-hmm. what do you make of jared goff this week will he defy the odds or the the stats with cold weather
1: uh, i think you're on top of this one <laughs> uh he also, i'm just
0: looking for you to validate my jets because yeah. i am nervous about this one that has massive playoff the thing is that he
1: struggles versus pressure also his mm-hmm. qb rating drops to 59.4 30th in the league with pressure so all of that considered yes i would be shocked if he uh, goes over
0: crucial factor in this one if quinn and williams is in fact in the game he's been yes one of the best players in the nfl in terms of getting pressure to the quarterback
1: that is a big one that's hopefully he's playing
0: let's go to our dogs of the day week 15 (laughs) tyler what underdog are you back in this week
1: I am going with the Patriots. Mm -hmm. I am very surprised they're only plus one. I would have expected a little more. Stevenson's likely out. Uh, Jacoby Myers could be out. They could be really limited. But I I think the Patriots are just just way better than the Raiders. Raiders just figure out how to lose games or the Patriots figure out how to win them. Yeah,
0: the Raiders... just been such a disappointing team yeah. this year, I'm going to a team that has some upside. The Jacksonville mm-hmm. Jaguars, plus four against the Cowboys. The Jacks have been feisty over the past four weeks. They're 3-2 and two in that span, most recently knocking off the Tennessee Titans at their place. Trevor Lawrence has been playing lights out. He just put up a career-high 368 passing yards against Tennessee. In the last five games, a great stat for him is he has 10 touchdowns and zero interceptions, so he is playing very mistake-free football right now. And going up against the Cowboys, who have been wildly inconsistent this season, yes, they have the number one defense in terms of DVOA over the over this season. However, Trevor Lawrence is just playing really well and – He is. And I'm kind of liking the Jags, as disgusting as that sounds at this point in the season.
1: They are an exciting team. I really like them for next season. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence taking another step forward. Uh, They should have Calvin Ridley and already have a Christian Kirk, so that passing game is going to be fun.
0: It's really interesting to see his Trevor Lawrence's development since last year and (laughs) it makes you just really scratch your head about what the heck was Uh, going on with Urban Meyer as the head coach of the Jags. Since then, he's just taken leaps.
1: Yeah. I don't remember who it was. Somebody on his team was like, yeah, he didn't even really have a rookie year. (laughs) Just because Urban was that bad.
0: You know it's bad when the players are starting to come out and just say how awful things were. And the Jags have a playoff spot on the line in this Mm -hmm. one. They're very much in contention. They're on the fringes, but – a win for them would mean a lot. Whereas the Cowboys, yeah. they're kind of more settled into their playoff
1: yeah. position. And so we, we've seen the Cowboys be inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. And like, so Chris Moore just put up like 140 or 50 yards versus them.
0: If there is a team I don't trust at the end of the season or in the playoffs, it is the Cowboys who make a lot of self-inflicted mistakes. Yeah, you don't and think anybody. You can't me. be doing that against the Jacksonville Jaguars right now. That is a mm-hmm. team that is playing really good on offense so that's where i'm leaning this week we got a lot of great matchups though and i'm excited Mm -hmm. to see how this playoff picture unfolds i'm also excited for that washington giants game that should be an interesting one yes i know it was the last time they faced each other was just Mm -hmm. a tie so i mean who wants a tie but this one should be a lot better especially since the winner will get two games up on the other in the playoff standings so So that's essentially this big playoff game which will be fun I love this part of the season. This is the best. Yeah. Good luck to you if you're still playing in the fantasy uh, playoffs and in your daily fantasy for week 15 in the NFL. If you have any questions, drop them below. Remember to check out LinestarApp.com. And if you're watching this video and you're like, I'm enjoying this content, make sure to like this video, subscribe to our channel, and sign up for those notifications. Good luck this week. We'll see you next time.
1: Have a good one, guys. Bye.